MPs have clashed for the first time since the election in a fiery debate that may set the tone for the next three years to come. Party leaders argued over race relations, conspiracies and Labour's election drubbing. Our political reporter Katie Scotcher has more. Luxon versus Hipkins, the 54th Parliament's first face-off between the two Chrises. How has he survived when nearly half of his caucus lost their jobs under his leadership? This could well be the most shambolic beginning of any government in New Zealand's history. Prime Minister Christopher Luxon spoke at length about Labour's election drubbing, describing it as humiliating. He questioned why Chris Hipkins remains Labour leader. He is actually like an arsonist who, having thrown an accelerant all over the joint and lit the place up, he doesn't just slink off actually leaving the scene realising he's caused a huge amount of damage. He doesn't actually fess up, put his hand up, apologise to the New Zealand people and actually say he got it wrong. He just simply loiters and hangs around at the scene of the crime. The sledging went both ways, with Chris Hipkins attacking the coalition government's agenda. National's decision to wind back the smoke-free Aotearoa agenda is a disgrace to New Zealand as a country. It is an international embarrassment. The opposition leader then turned up the heat, accusing the government of adopting conspiracy theories as policy. I say to the members opposite who have pledged to end all COVID-19 mandates, can they name one that's still in place? Can they name one? I hear crickets on the Treasury benches, Mr Speaker, because there aren't any. But they want to buy into the conspiracy theorist view. Deputy Prime Minister Winston Peters used his first speech back at Parliament to criticise Te Party Māori and question how its MPs call themselves the Māori voice. And the moment you challenge their authority, they start shouting out the easiest cowardice answer, racist. Oh, no, we're not. Te Party Māori co-leader Rawiri Waititi was quick to hit back. This coalition presents the last gasp Mr Peters, of a generation and demographic who are terrified of no longer being the majority. Terrified of being treated the way they have treated us. The debate gave a glimpse into what the next three years could look like. This government has opened the floodgates of hatred towards Māori. We're going to go back to calling our country New Zealand. We're not going to have a French Polynesian name. That's an insult to everybody in the South Island. Race relations was a clear clash point for all parties, a theme that is likely to continue throughout the parliamentary term. The rhetoric that we've seen in the last 24 hours of suggesting that those who speak fluent te reo Māori in public service roles should have their pay docked is simply disgraceful. Chris Hipkins was referring to RNZ's story on the government's move to investigate stopping more public servants getting extra pay for being skilled in te reo Māori. Public Service Minister Nicola Willis has since softened her language, saying she only opposes such bonuses when they aren't relevant. I accept there will be many circumstances where uh, receiving a bonus for te reo Māori uh, use could be relevant to the job at hand, but I do want to better understand where they're used, why they're used, and where they're not relevant. Um, I don't think that we should be using them. It's not yet clear when Nicola Willis will hear back from officials. Today, the new coalition government and opposition will meet face-to-face again for the first question time of the 54th Parliament. If yesterday's debate is anything to go by, prepare for more fireworks.